Hey everybody, welcome to the Musea Podcast. This is episode number 24 and I'm Michael Howard, the CEO of Musea. And for this episode, I chat with wedding photographer Fair Hiristi. Uh, before we get into our conversation with Fair, we've got a couple announcements. Uh, one, obviously, is Musea Gathering is still going on. If you've not bought your ticket, go buy your ticket. To get it, just go to Indiegogo slash Musea. Uh, also, help spread the word. We need to get this thing um, spread across the country from coast to coast, even international. So uh, if you're a part of <clears throat> a blog, um, if you're a part of a forum, um, Facebook groups, anything like that, spread the word. Send a link to people, and um, let's try to get this thing sold out so we can do some really awesome um, photography education that has not been done uh, before in this industry. Also, today uh, I launched a uh, contest where this week we are giving away a seat uh, to Fair Heristi's uh, Musea Gathering Workshop. So to get there, just go to, to our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash mymusea. Uh, go there, click on a little icon towards the top, and you can enter in to uh, win um, a free seat for a Fair's Workshop at the Gathering. So go do that this week and get your name on there. Uh, also is Project Water uh, ends at the end of this month. So if you've not submitted your photos, uh, just go to theprojectwater.com and submit. Also spread the word about that. Uh, we've got probably 13 or 1400 images submitted at this point. So we uh, need to get the final push going here and wrap that up so we can start working on uh, making a book hopefully this fall for that. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, Fair and I uh, had a great conversation. If you don't know him, he's a wedding photographer, lives down in Mexico and he does really dramatic, um, wedding photography. He tends to shoot in really harsh lighting. He uh, tends to expose for highlights versus the shadows, and uh, he likes to flip wedding photography on its head and uh, challenge to challenge the status quo with his work. So I think you really love our conversation and uh, get to know more about him. And so hopefully you'll consider going to his workshop at the gathering uh, next February here in Nashville. So thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks for joining me, dude. I'm excited to hear more about you and uh, do this podcast with you. Appreciate it. No, my, anytime, man. You know that uh, I, I can, any way I can help, I, I'm, I'm going to be there. Cool. You're the man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my pleasure, man. <laughs> well, uh, I want to, I mean, I know a little bit of your background, but I'd like for you to kind of talk about um, just how you got started in photography. Uh, so, you know, just for those people that don't know uh, your history. So just give us a little okay. history lesson on you. My story, it's, it's kind of a sad story. Prepare your tissues. No, just, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, uh, I, I, in, in my mind, uh, I will never expect to become uh, a photographer and, and even like a wedding photographer. Like, you know, like in Mexico, being a wedding photographer really like sucks, like big time. <laughs> Uh, well, at least a few a few years ago. Yeah. Um, well, when I was growing up, I, I was always like in, into art. Well, especially in in music. Since junior high, I, I was playing in, in in rock bands and I played drums. So I knew uh, from from the start that I wasn't very good at school, uh, math and all that stuff. Uh, it's it's not my style, you know. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but, but it was difficult to to adapt to 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 uh, to my hometown. It, it's a it's a small place, 
and everybody wants to become a doctor or a lawyer or work for this big oil company. And my father, he's a doctor, you know, and my other brother's a doctor as well. And, and then here comes fair, you know. <laughs> so uh, I was the, the, the dude, you know, like always daydreaming and not knowing what to do with my life, you know. It's, it was that kind of life. So uh, I, I grew up with a lot of, uh, how do say, com complaints? No, um, how do you say? Well, I, I have a hard time believing in me. That's, mm. It's easy, easy to, to put it that way, right? There you go, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that was me. <laughs> and and I, I went to college to study, like, uh, like, mass media, like, radio, TV, film, and all that crap. Uh, but, but I knew I, I wanted to, to live out of a camera. I didn't know if it's going to be, like, a motion camera or a steel camera. But I don't know, like, something hit me when I was studying in, in high school, then... Um, a teacher of ours, I bring this old, like this Pentax, I think it was the K1000 mm -hmm. K camera. Yep. yep. And I was like, hey, dude, like, can I borrow it? And since it was like an old cheap camera, he said, yeah. And it has like a 51.8, I think. And I think the, the first book I read in my life, it was about photography, you know? Like nice. the first book that I grabbed uh, because I wanted to read it, not, not because the school wanted me to read it. So I, I just got hooked, you know? It, it was, uh, I don't remember the name of, of uh, I, I still have that book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So that, that, that's why I went to college to study that because in Mexico we, we didn't have like a, a, a photography college degree. So I went to, to, to study mass media because we had photography involved. And from there on, uh, I started doing like, crappy music videos, uh, the, the prom queen and all that stuff. Uh, I had the opportunity and the, and the blessing to, to have a, a really good friend. Uh, his name is Ricardo Grajeda. Uh, now he has like, a, like a, a video company here in Mexico that's called Real Love. And, and we, we, we really hook up there. So it was a very sane competition. So if he did like an awesome picture, I wanted to overdo it you know <laughs> and, and it was like that from, from the beginning and we have like we, we build our dark room there at college and we we charge to do the homeworks of other kids you know <laughs> so you're yeah. <laughs> is that cheating <laughs> well for them <laughs> not for us you know? <laughs> we were making a living you know yeah. we were uh, not sleeping uh, drinking a lot of coffee Right. Uh, Coca-Cola and, <laughs> and Tylenol together, you know, just to not sleep. And, 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 but yeah, we were obsessed with photography. And, and, and that's how it started. And, and then I, I graduated from school, from college, and then reality hits, you know? Like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> okay, I know I love my camera, but I don't know what to do with it, you know? How, how to earn a living. And I don't know, I think maybe in the States, uh, they, they prepare you more in the business side of things, uh, but not in Mexico. You know, if you study mass media or photography, you're, you're like, okay, like a, ki uh, like a kindergarten uh, kid just <laughs> graduate, you know. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I, uh, I went to a TV station and start doing the news, 
You know, I was the cameraman. I was editing the the police, the the the, the bad boys, bad boys kind of news. <laughs> yeah, I, I was working like twenty four seven. You know, like just hooked yeah. into image making, but in real time, in a crappy border town in Mexico, and and then uh, a friend of mine had a a, a, a a rock band, and he told me, hey. Let's do a music video. So I quit my job just like that and and moved to a bigger city that's called Monterey. It's it's where I live now. Uh, we did a, a a music video with with the Canon GL1 and GL2 cameras. They were like mini DV cameras, mm. and and that video like it, I don't know they, it were it was broadcast on a big freaking TV station here in Mexico and nationwide. And I say, well, okay, I don't suck, you know, I can do this. <laughs> and and from there on, I started doing like like Tex-Mex videos, you know. Uh, yeah, it was a great life. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I started doing advertising and like gover- government news and all stuff. And, and a friend of mine, uh, he told me, hey, I'm going to get married. And I was, wow, that's, that's, that's cool, man. Lucky you, you know. <laughs> I, I was I was single. I was just uh, hooked in, into my job. You know, I, I didn't know anything about nothing else. And that time, uh, I went to Google and type um, "fotografía de bodas." That's wedding photography, but in, in Spanish. And all these referrals were like, I don't know, like old school. Mm-hmm. And then I type it in English, like wedding photography. Uh, and I, I started just Googling, and I found a, a DVD that's called uh, Masters of Wedding Photography. Uh, I, know, I know guys like Jeff Askoff from the UK, uh, Jerry Gionis, uh, David Baxter, and Gervant, and all these guys. Uh, I was like, holy shit, you know, like, you can do that in a wedding. It was like finding a freedom in, in, into, into something that's... At least in Mexico, it's it's full of patients. So that that was my, I don't know my 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 point of no re- return, if you can say it that way. Mm-hmm. And so the next day, I quit my job. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm a very wise person. <laughs> I just quit jobs like crazy. Impulse, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because I, I wanted to find something else. You know, uh, so that's how I started shooting weddings. You know, thanks to a, a DVD. Uh, and a lot of inspiration from guys from the States and uh, Australia and the UK. You know, it, it was as simple as that. And it's been six years now uh, since, since that day. And it, it's been a, a good ride so far. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, thank, yeah, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, one of my initial questions is, you know, since you're down in Mexico, I mean, I know you travel around quite a bit to do a lot of your weddings, but uh-huh. um, it seems like, you know, from some of our conversations we've had previously that you, the weddings that you shoot down in Mexico, sometimes it's a lot of, you know, Americans or other people coming down into Mexico for kind of a destination wedding for them. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So what are some of the challenges that does that present? Because most people that I talk to, they're obviously kind of dealing with you know, people in their own local towns, uh-huh. and they don't, they don't, you know, they're not dealing with people that are coming into their town or into their country from out of, out of other countries. 
Okay. So how does that – what kind of problems does that pre present for you? Okay. Well, uh, for, for starters, uh, it's the trust, mm. you know, because uh, if, if you, like, use your head to analyze this, okay, I, I'm, from, I'm from the States or from Canada. I'm going to get married in Mexico, and I'm going to pay this tiny Mexican – uh, this amount of money, you know, without even knowing him, mm -hmm. you know, so that's that's the first challenge, just to win their trust. So, so for me, like my website and, and my work has to be like rock solid, you know, because I, I don't have the opportunity to to sell my, I don't know, my my personality, you know, like I, I can talk to them by by phone or whatever, but I don't know, there can be a lot of. Uh, I don't know, like challenges in that way, you know, so, so they can really trust me. Uh, the other, the other challenge, it can be that uh, most of my weddings, are at, at least the Mexican weddings, uh, the destination Mexican weddings are, are very uh, low budget. So in the States, there's a lot of like, do it yourself, these big floral designs and everybody looks like, yes, like magazine style, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, well, my, my weddings, most of them are cheap weddings, you know, so they're getting married in, in a big hotel. And so there's no details, you know, the details are like, a, like, a, yeah, like no mason jars, no nothing, you know. <laughs> All right. It's just like the people there. So you have to create something cool or focus on, 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 on the people, you know, to, to create something good for them. And the other, it can be the weather because sometimes it sucks, you know, they're... I don't know, people that live in, in Northern California and they come to Mexico and it's like 100 degrees and they, they don't want to be taking pictures out of like the sun. And I love the sun, you know, so that can be another challenge just to win their trust in, in every tiny possibility, you know. But I don't know, so, so far so good, my friend. Um, uh, it's, it's just uh, opening up your faith and, and finding the right couple that, that believe in... in in the things that you're presenting but yeah it's 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 i don't know it's it's good yeah uh, how i mean <clears throat> yeah it's interesting you bring up that kind of the detail um point because that's very true like if you look at your website you know you don't have a lot of details where a lot of photographers here in america it's all about the details like all the blogs and stuff that you know that are here um mm -hmm. and so you haven't been able to build your business around you know getting published on blogs on a regular basis since you don't have as many details, uh, I would assume. Yes. Um, so how have you been able to build a business then if you can't get the, uh, get the blog love, you know? Well, I, for, for me, there, uh, there was a, like a, a big, um, how you say, like, uh, uh, oh shit, sorry. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. There, there was a big, uh, point of, uh, like an epiphany, for, like an, yeah, like an idea. Yes, and, and for me, it was like uh, learning a lot of these guys. Uh, there's a community that's called the Foundation uh, Workshop or the Foundation Forum, mm -hmm. and and those guys are like uh, photojournalists. You know, uh, I I don't consider myself a, a, a PJ or a, a a nothing. I'm just a dude with a camera, and that's it. You know, I, I don't think I'm not even a photographer. You know, I don't consider myself a, a professional photographer you know i'm it's it's just 
playing with my camera and that's it. But like with those guys, the, the foundation guys, uh, it's, it's a great organization and it's all about trying to tell the story, you know, like, I don't know if someone passed away and hey, here's your wedding album and it's full of details, you know, and yeah, it looks like a magazine, but okay, that's not a wedding, you know, that's, that's a, I don't know, like editorial piece. And it, it can be a beautiful editorial piece. I, I don't have nothing uh, to complain about that. But for me, I, I want to create uh, art with my clients in, in, in it, you know. And I, I don't know. I know art, it's a very ambiguous, uh, how to say, word. Yeah. But that's what I try to do and, and try to tell their, their story uh, with my own perspective. So when, when, when my clients uh, book me, I tell them, hey, guys. You know, like, this is going to be an experiment. It's going to be a visual experiment, and we're going to play with everything. So just uh, play with me, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. So a lot of couples, they say, hey, no, this, this is too much for me. I want the the editorial kind of pictures, or I want, uh, yeah, I want to look beautiful in my frames. And for me, uh, beautiful, it's, I don't know, if you, if you see a picture or a, a painting of Frida Kahlo, you know, or a painting of uh, Da Vinci or a painting of Monet, it, it, everything's beautiful, you know, but everybody has their own, sorry about that, their yeah. own representation of love or, mm. or representation of beauty. And and for me, that's my playground. How, how do you find beauty or how, how do you uh, represent love in, in not a cheesy or a corny kind of way? You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's... That's the interesting part. You know, that's that's the fuel for me. Hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, I look at your work, and right off the bat, I think what separates you from a lot of people is, you know, kind of the drama that's in your photographs. Uh, hmm. And you obviously shoot in direct light a lot versus backlighting everything. Like you expose for highlights versus exposing for the shadows. Uh -huh. um, so talk about why you do that. Uh, you know, what, what about working that way makes you happy, I guess? Well, um, my, my major influence, I think it's in movies. Uh, one of my broken dreams, if you want to say it like that, <laughs> I, I wanted to become a, a cinematographer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I, I, I was a subscription to the American cinematographer magazine and I have the ASC manual and all that crap. You know, I, I wanted to become that guy. Uh, but it didn't happen, you know, it was too freaking expensive. So I don't know, like most of the, the, the movies I see, uh, or, or the pictures that moved me are like that. It's, it's harsh like, because I don't know, the, the sun has more than golden hour and, and sunset or, or sunrise, you know? Mm -hmm. So at least in my weddings, you have sometimes to shoot at 1 PM, the portrait and, Mexico is like 100 degrees, you know, like where I live. So it, it was like, a, okay, I, I have to solve these problems. And, and I didn't have any, any, any issues with that. Sometimes the couple had, you know, because of the makeup and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But, but, but for, for, me, for me, it's that, like, my inspiration comes from the movies. And I haven't seen a movie that's backlit, like, all the time, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, that's a challenge, you know, trying to find a good light at any time of the day. Uh, I love that stuff, you know? And and also, since I don't sell the editorial kind of beauty, 
it's 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 in my favor. I, 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 my brides know that sometimes they're gonna have shadows in their faces, you know, that that, that I'm gonna apply drama, and and I tell them, yeah, it's it's like like the Godfather, you know, and uh, <laughs> I. I I talk to them like 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 if I was like a, a director, you know, and 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 most of the time they're they're okay with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I'm, I'm I'm very, I think I'm very stupid to, at sales, you know, because it's it's more like if you're gonna book me, it's more like a warning sign, you know. <laughs> hey, dude, like watch out, watch out if you if you book me. Are you sure you wanna book me? That kind of uh, sessions, you know. Yeah. But yeah. For me, Hearst Light, it's 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 great. If if you see like the fashion uh, pictures from from the golden era of movies, mm-hmm. everything was Hearst Light. You know, they they didn't use soft light or that stuff. You know, it was like in your face, fresnel light. You know, and I love that shit. You know, it it it's just you you need less Photoshop with with Hearst Light at least for 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 my kind of post-processing, you know, and, and I don't want to be in my computer 24-7 editing. So Harsh Light, it's, it's good for me. It's, it, it creates my visual boners, you know, yeah. Harsh Light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's light, I go there. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, I mean, that's good for you because you, uh, I think that your work sticks out, obviously. And a lot of photographers are scared to go there because they feel like um, it will make, their clients look unflattering where if you backlight somebody like it's soft and romantic and you know all that uh but you you're able to get kind of some of that high drama romance sexiness out of the really direct harsh lighting um well at at least i try i try you know yeah and and it's yeah but yeah i think sometimes backlight it's it's overdue overdone Mm. yeah but i know it looks beautiful and I'm 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 about to do a blog post and most of the pictures are backlight, you know. But, ah. but it's, that, that was <laughs> yeah, that that was today. But even even though I try to find my light in the backlight, you know, it's like like I don't know, like in an angle, you know, and that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, it's what's romance, you know, and and uh, yeah, I, I like to play with that. And yeah. sometimes people are so obsessed with 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 the word love. In the romantic kind of uh, sense, and uh, I don't know. There, there's there are many ways to show love to someone than more. There's more than a freaking kiss, you know. So we yeah. can play. We can play. I yeah. love that. I love that. What are? Do you have any kind of quick a technical tip for shooting in direct light for people that are scared to go there but want to? Uh, well, just tell the couple in a very soft boy. So soft boys, close your eyes. If not, you're gonna <laughs> blind. <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Just I, I love, uh, especially like side light, you know, mm-hmm. and trying to find like a, a darker background, uh, and just as I just as you said, just expose for the highlights. And I don't know if if you are a master of backlight. Do it fast and then play with it. You know the, the light, the light Just move like ninety degrees and ta-da! You have you have side light. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we have to start stop seeing a lot of wedding photography, and 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 seeing a, a lot of uh, photography from from the masters. You know, like I don't know, like Alex Webb and all those dudes that are crazy. Mm-hmm. 
and 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 they play with hard light because harsh light, sorry, because they're doing documentary and they 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 capture what they see and they wait for for that kind of light. Yeah. So, yeah, just experiment more. Yeah. Um, you tend to go off like literally. You tend to go off the beaten path when you're at weddings. You know, you you kind of drag brides <laughs> where you where maybe like the mother of the bride would prefer you not to go. Uh-huh. So how do you gain their trust uh, to do those to do those things? Well, uh, most of the time, it's uh, the things I show. It's that kind of stuff. So they know I'm going. I'm going in that direction. Mm-hmm. And and I tell my clients, hey, like the, the bride and groom, you you are my 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 bosses. You know, the the mother of the bride and the mother of the groom. Sorry, guys, I I I I I, I care less. You know, uh, I'm gonna tell their story, but I'm gonna do my stuff. You know, so yeah, it's it's. Yeah, sometimes I can be like a dick, you know, but it, it's it's all for making that pictures, you know, like, I don't know if it happens to, to a lot of photographers, like, you really want to do a picture, but you are afraid to ask for uh, because of, I don't know, the the time or I don't know, the pressure of the day. But those pictures are the ones that I can't get out of my head, you know, so now I learned to say, hey, fair, like, fuck it, you know, you have to go and 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 do it you know so i just grab the bride if i see something i like i just grab 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 her by her hand and hey give me one minute and i don't ask you know i just grab and go and and, and do it so because yeah. the bride knows I'm, I'm i'm gonna do everything i can to make awesome pictures for them and sometimes it's just a quick shot and sometimes it's like two hours of session you know but it's they have to know that that, that you're gonna do everything for them yeah it's um the one of the things I heard when you were when you're here in Nashville, uh-huh. uh, you were talking about how you're kind of a selfish photographer in a lot of ways, which is kind of what you're talking about, you know, now. Yeah. Um, talk about that. Yeah. Talk about that a little more in terms of um, how that affects your, you know, your business, it seems like, because. It's some some photographers are very service oriented, so they approach their business. You know, they want to serve the clients and do what their clients want. But you're yeah. you're kind of the opposite, where you're like, "Come here, you're doing what I want." You know, and how uh-huh. how how that works for you? Okay, uh, well, for me, I, I have to be happy with my picture first. So I have to love my picture. Uh, mm. How how do I? You have to be okay. happy with your work, yeah. Yes, if I'm not happy with my work, uh, I I don't think that my my clients are gonna be like. For example, I I just shoot a wedding, and and the, and the mother of the bride, she was a like a the the momzilla, you know, she was organizing everything, and I was like, holy shit, I I don't wanna, I don't wanna be like the bad guy, and just the the bride grabbed me. She, she now she did the opposite to me, and she told me, hey, fair. I booked you because of your shit. So start doing it. <laughs> it was as simple as that. And it's a yeah. reminder that, yeah, like, for sure, I just really need like 20 crazy couples every year that trust in me and to, to, do, to do my stuff. And I think there's, there's enough of that, you know? Most, most of the clients are going to see my work. They're going to say, hey, this sucks, you know? Because I don't look beautiful. 
and I want to look like like a top model, and I wanna I don't know. I don't consider my pictures like as as wedding photography oriented, you know. So most of my clients are uh, like designers or other photographers or people that have uh, like a visual um, background, you know. So that kind of people, it's easy. It's it's easy to connect. Yeah. But most of the time, like, yeah, the other guys, it's like, okay, uh, I think I like it, but I don't visualize my wedding through your through your lens or through your vision. And I'm okay with that. I refer all those clients or those, those couples to, 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 to more, like, friendly, wedding-friendly oriented photographers, you know? But, but I think that, that that's, that's the good stuff. Like, nowadays, you, you have to have the style very thick. If not, it's, it's hard to... To, to try to up, upscale your 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 style, you know, and I don't know, I'm not very obsessed with money, so I just need enough to 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 please my my family and have our house and raise our kids, but I don't want to be a millionaire out of this. So I don't know. I have been lucky to to work with really awesome couples, you know, not in a way that they're like like top model kind of sexy couples, but it's, I don't know, with real people. And and my couples yeah. are not very high-end. You know, the, the high-end market doesn't want what, what I'm offering. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. It looks yeah. high-end. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's not high-end, my friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. um, when you're, you know, I'm kind of interested, when you go into a wedding, uh-huh. Do you pre-plan some of the creative portraits? Like, okay, you're like, okay, today I'm going to take her here and do this, you know, at this time. Or do you just kind of walk into a wedding and everything is just, like, off the hip? Like, you have no idea what you're going to do five minutes from now, and you just kind of discover it as you go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm at, at the same one. Yeah, at, at the first years of, of my career, of my short career, I, I want to plan it, you know? And but yeah, this light comes from here. And I did the, I did scouting. And I well, the day before the wedding, I was ready to roll. And then I arrived, and everything was like the opposite. You know, like I, we, I didn't have the time to do anything. And and if, if, when, if I went to scouting and it was shady, now it was sunny. So I was frustrated because of that. So now uh, I just have a like a small notebook, and I... I do like my 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 drawings there of like mini ideas, you know. But it's it's just if if it happens, you know. But yeah, I, I prefer to arrive with with no ideas whatsoever, and just like go with the flow. So yeah, it's I I don't really think that much, you know. It's, I'm I'm a stupid person, you know. <laughs> I, I just go and create and 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 just yeah, go crazy, you know. But yeah, I I don't I don't over over plan my things yeah i mean do you ever get nervous with like you know when you're kind of if you feel like it sounds like you're kind of almost like experimenting on a wedding day you're like oh let's see if this works let's see if this works let's see if this works do you ever kind of shoot a wedding and you're thinking like i hope i got something because i don't know (laughs) yeah like and and it's the same like most of the time i don't have a second shooter so it's like i risk it and i risk it and that's it you know I don't know. At, at least here, it's it's not very usual to to always have a second shooter. I know that in America, it's it's the way to do it, right? So, but yeah, it's it's just like I just 
I just like uh, embrace to God, like, hey, God, photography gods, just hit me hard today, you know, <laughs> and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's yeah. I I, uh, I know that I have to get those shots, you know, like the the ring shots and all that stuff. But like, it's it's like in the movies, everything has been told. The the the, the cool part is how how to how to tell it, you know. So I try to find these crazy angles or. I just, you know, try, try, try to do it differently because we have to be honest. Sometimes weddings are boring, you know, people are just there and it's like the fourth marriage of the, the guy or something, you know, <laughs> you know, but so, so the important thing it's, it's sell our vision, you know, so that, that's, that's what, what moves me, you know, it's like just, just trying to find different ways of telling the same old, same old. And and yeah, every, every wedding has to has to be an experiment. That's why people book me. And I don't know. It's 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 the fun part of life. Yeah. Um, when you when you're not using natural light, uh -huh. what type of artificial light are you using? Okay. Well, I I just have like a like small flash uh, controlled with uh, radio poppers. And and I love those those little guys because I can control the power with with my camera, you know. So uh, yeah, I just have a I, sh I shoot Nikon now and, and Leica, uh, but my flash is from Canon, and <laughs> I, you know I have it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so I use this this clamp, and I have only one off camera flash and one on camera flash, but like just in case. Uh, and for for the Nikon, I have the SV seven hundred, the, the small one. I, I want to travel light, you know, but yeah, I, I don't use a lot of like, like bouncers or soft boxes. No, it, everything's in small packs. Just point it straight at people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't have a, a lot of theory in my head, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm an awesome technical guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So when you shoot a wedding, are you, you have like no assistant or anything like these travel weddings? You just go by yourself and that's it? Yeah, most of the time it's like that. Like sometimes uh, like I, I love bringing second shooters, but like friends, you know, like like last year and this year, like a lot of photographers that I admire, uh, I have gone with them or they have come with me to, to second shoot, but their mission is just to experiment as well. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, just you're you're on holidays and you have a camera, so go crazy. Don't 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 do the safe shots, you know. But it's not in my contract. In my contract, it's first gonna be there and and that's it, you know. So yeah, I don't have an assistant. My assistant sometimes is the bride or sometimes is the <laughs> hold this, yeah, yeah, hold my flash or like <laughs> hold my LED light, you know, like that kind of stuff. And and they're they're more than happy to do it because. I don't know. Uh, I'm offering the experience, you know, the accent and everything is like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> it works. You know, they're, they're, they're yeah. having a great time, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. so the first thing I, I do with my couples, like 95% of my couples, I meet them on their wedding day, you know? So the first thing I do, I just give them a big hug, you know, it's like, <laughs> just like, like squeeze them, you know, like yeah. feel me, you know, like feel the fur, you know? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and that way it's like okay this guy it, it, this, this is uh, a second guy you know he's, he's gonna he's here for us you know and yeah and and you know 
I have worked with a few assholes as well, but most of the time they're really good people. So yeah, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is yeah. That's a great transition. Cause I was going to ask you about, you know, a lot of your photos have a lot of like energy. There's a lot of movement, a lot of the kind of dynamic angles, that kind of thing. Uh, and I, th I think a lot of that comes just from like your personality naturally. Um, so, I mean, how do you use, I mean, are you, are you very aware of how your personality affects your photographs in terms of keeping the energy level up and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I'm always like, like a monkey on steroids or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I want them to have a great time. And if, if I'm on a session with a couple and, and I see like they're getting t tired, I'm going to end the session right now. I, I prefer, prefer to end like on a high peak, you know, than, than to overdo and, and they're like, oh, one more picture. Oh, this sucks. You know, so if they give me 30 minutes and they're getting tired, I'm going to end the session right there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that every picture we take, it's part of us. So. Yeah, I, I really admire the, the pictures that I know that they, they look very serene and very relaxed and everything. And I try to do those pictures, but sometimes I suck at those, you know, because <laughs> like that. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's just trying to, to experiment every time. But, yeah, we have to sell ourselves as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you're doing some family photography now. Uh-huh. Uh, Talk about how, you know, you got into that. Is that just a natural evolution of wanting to stay, you know, in the lives of your previous wedding clients so that they continue to be clients? Um, or what, what's the thought, thought process beside, beside kind of, uh, you know, running, running the wedding photography side of things? Well, for, for me, I don't know. What, I, I have two gorgeous kids, uh, Maya and Hoss, and... When, when they were born, I, I, born, sorry, no, no born, born. <laughs> I, I was able to photograph their birth, you know, mm. uh, and it was just beautiful, you know. Well, in a way, my wife, she was screaming like crazy. <laughs> she was like, oh, my hand. And I was, no, I, I have to take this picture, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, but now, like, like a, a few years on the road that we have their albums and everything, it's it's just beautiful, and my wife understands it, you know, understands it. Mm -hmm. So, and and I just start shooting my kids, and I just uh, people they they told me, hey, picture my kids, uh, take take pictures of my kids, and I was like, no, I hate kids, you know, like that's why I do that, because I know they're like a mess, you know, it's it's hard to to control them. So when I was shooting my kids and everything, uh, people start to ask me, hey, I want to have like exactly what you're doing with your kids. So so my family pictures, I call them like uncontrolled family portraits. So they, they don't have to smile at the camera and have like blue jeans and white shirts, you know? Right. Yeah. I, I want to have the messy, the messy stuff as well. And and just, yeah, I think it's, it's an evolution, but it, it, I didn't want to do what everybody else was doing here in my hometown. So sometimes it's hard to find the, the clients. It's the same. Educate your clients to, to feel appeal to your work. It's, it's hard, you mm. know? So, so thank God. I don't know. People from one day on, they say, hey, yeah, this guy's cool. It's cool. So I want pictures of first. And, and I don't know. It, it's working. But yeah, it, 
the same. Family Portrait for me, it's it's an experiment. It's just an opportunity to play and just go crazy, man. So, how does this work when you go? You know, if you go on a family shoot and you meet the family and you start taking pictures, are you there? Like, how long are you there? Um, and you just like you don't direct them at all. Like, you just it's totally candid the whole day, or what? No, I, I try to do the, the two things. One, like the artsy version, you know, to play with symmetry and all this stuff. And the other thing is just like capture everything. You know, I, I try to put them in, in, a, in a good light, usually harsh light. <laughs> and then, okay, I just go crazy. And when, whatever they start doing, I, I just start capturing, you know. So, and, and sometimes uh, I, I try to, to make these pictures at their homes. So they have like this attachment, uh, this emotional attachment, but sometimes people, they don't want to do that. So it's like, hey, we want to go to a park and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I, I do whatever, but yeah, with total freedom. So how long does like a session last for that? Like an hour or two or what? Yeah, I think an hour or sometimes 30 minutes, you know, it's, it, it really depends on the kids. Mm. If the kids, they go start going crazy, I go crazy as well. Uh, I take a few pictures, but sometimes I just when when the parents start bitching about their kids, it's time to stop. <laughs> <laughs> really, the, the, the family is more important than the pictures. Yeah, and I hate seeing uh, their parents tr tr trying to I don't know to to tell to their kids act like a grown up. Like that's not gonna happen, you know. Yeah. So when everything starts to be very bossy, I, I stop the session right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. so are you shooting, I mean, cause I know you shoot digital, but are you, sh are you shooting some film also now or, uh, well, uh, it's, 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 a uh, sometimes, you know, yeah. uh, I, I love shooting with my M6 uh, with, with the Leica, but mostly it's my family that I shoot with that. Mm -hmm. And when I go as a second shooter, yeah, I, I bring my, my, my film cameras and I just play, but yeah, my, most of the like paid clients. It's it's digital everything. When when you're shooting film, because uh, I heard that you uh, had shot um, recently, you second shot for a wedding, and it was like all film or something like that. Do you feel like you? Does it change how you approach a wedding? Do you tend to find that you take a different type of photograph versus when you're shooting digital? Uh, yeah, mostly because it's uh, like since it's a rangefinder, so. Like last last year, I, I shot a wedding of, of a friend of mine from Spain, Horacio is called, Horacio Nana, and everything was uh, uh, film. But it, I tell them the same, hey, you want me to shoot your wedding? Everything has to be film. So everything was shoot with Tri-X, uh, pushed to 6400 or 3200, and I just had a blast, you know? Uh, but yeah, it was a very like special project. Because I knew that that couple will un understand the, those kind of pictures, you know. But yeah, I don't know if uh, you have to shoot what what you want to shoot, you know. So if, if I really want to go on film, I will only shoot film. But I don't think it's it's gonna work for me that way. Yeah, yeah. I really value the the, the guys that shoot everything on film. Like like I love like Jonathan Canlas and like Jose Villa. Like those guys rock, you know. Or Richie from from from. Uh, Florida, Richie Valadares. Mm -hmm. He's a freaking awesome shooter, yeah, man. He's ridiculous. And Aussie. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, yeah. One time it was Ozzy Garcia, uh, Richie, and, and and me just talking about, and I was like, oh man, I was so excited to to be with those guys. So yeah, I I, I prefer to respect those guys and and just mess around a little bit, but it's it's not my medium, you know. Yeah. Um, with your digital stuff, are you uh, are you a Visco f fan, or how are you, <laughs> what are you doing with your uh, editing on that? Well, uh, I'm, I'm a post-processing bitch, you know. I, <laughs> yeah, I have tried everything. Uh, yeah, so what I do now, like right now, like this year, I, I have been playing a lot with Red Leaf Actions. Uh -huh. uh, so I import everything in Lightroom, apply one of my presets. Uh, it's just to remove contrast and just, I don't know, have no neutral white and no neutral black. And then apply the red leaf actions, and boom, that's it, you know. And and I love doing Dutch and burn. That's one of my favorite parts of post processing. Mm. But yeah, most of the time now, I I just do everything on, on batch. Like I use a batch plus. It's it's a, like a script from Photoshop, and and I just like batch process everything after my Dutch and burn, and everything goes strict strictly to my block. Yeah. No, but yeah, I have tried BSEO and, and it's cool, but I think it works great on soft lights, mm. uh, but not on harsh light. Harsh light, it's, it's not, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really got the, I, I haven't processed a complete wedding with that. Sometimes yeah. one or two frames and that's cool, you know, and, and I posted on Twitter and everything, but, but not a complete wedding. Uh, I still have to experiment more. Gotcha. Um, well... I asked uh, a couple people to um, send me some questions, so on Facebook okay. and Twitter. So uh -huh. I've got some questions from uh, kind of the audience, I guess. Okay, let's see. <laughs> um, so Scott, uh, Scott Martinez, he says, how do you believe you're different and unique from other photographers? Uh, which is some of the things you've, we've been talking about already, but if you can kind of make that in a nutshell. Okay, uh for real, I don't think I'm 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 special or unique or anything. Um, what what we think that we have to focus on it's that our couples think that, you know, mm. and and finding those couples because I don't know it, it's I I uh, if you say hey yes I'm the shit here and blah blah blah, people don't care you know your your work has to be strong enough that people realize that. And and for, I I prefer that point of view, you know, that that couples see something in my work that they get attracted to, and thanks to that, we work together, you know. But but for real, uh, what what was his name? Uh, Martinez? Uh, yeah, Scott he, Martinez. Scott, uh, Scott, I don't think I'm the shit or unique or something, you know. I just think that I disrespect uh, the, the 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 wedding photography, and that gives me an advantage on a really small kind of clientele, you know? But yeah, like business-wise, uh, I'm a loser, you know, compared to the guys that are giving everything to the clients, you know? Um, Ryan uh, Farr, he asks um, to talk, for you to talk about that personal work that you did recently, I guess with the uh, woman with the red cape kind of running through kind of a desert area. Say red writing could yeah talk about what that was and like why you did that well uh I, I was doing a workshop there in hermosillo in in, in sonora mexico uh and i just 
I had an idea of doing like a sexy nun kind of session. Uh, but my wife told me, hey, no, no, please don't involve nun. <laughs> <No. laughs> and I was like, come on, I want to do a sexy nun. Yeah. And she was like, no, please don't, don't do it, you know. And I was okay. So I was like, okay, now what, you know. And, and I love the movie uh, The Village. Mm. From from this dude, uh, yeah, the Sixth Sense dude, and I yeah. remember the like the the capes on, and I was like, well, okay, that can be good, you know. I I wanted to do like a, it wasn't like a model shoot, you know. I didn't have an idea of what I was doing, and during the session, I was talking with the model, and I ha- like, hey, girl, I don't have a clue of what I'm doing, you know. <laughs> Let's just play, and she was like, okay. So, really, I, I, there, there's no reason. I, I don't have a concept. The thing I, I know, I think I'm, I'm going to do it again. Like, maybe maybe Nashville, I'm going to bring the cape as well, or the, the hood, or, and I'm going to find a model there and, and maybe do it like a series, you know? Mm. But, but for me, it was more... That, that series, it was shot all with the Leica M9. So, it's, it's a very low-paced camera. Uh, it was just to shoot for me. You yeah. know, like just to to have the time and 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 the investment, uh, the creative investment on on doing something that you know you can fail really hard. You know, I, I didn't even knew if if that series was gonna be like published on my blog. I I just wanted to go and do anything. You know, so I don't know. One of my favorite photographers it's Elliot Erwitt. Mm-hmm. That that I he's. A freaking genius and he has a quote about that stuff like just because you love photography doesn't mean that you have to live out of photography and if you live out of photography you really have to give your time to do your personal stuff you know and and it was like dude like you're like a genius you know because sometimes we can get burnout you know and sometimes we forget that our camera why did we grab our camera for the first time, you know, and and the passion we have for image making, and it's it's all about business wise and how to sell your pictures and how to everything. It's like money, 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 money. Well, I'm I'm, I'm I don't know. In Mexico, it's not like that, or at least in my family, it's not like that. And I'm very grateful to have like my wife that she really supports with my crazy dreams and <laughs> everything. You know, but but yeah, we have to dedicate our time to shoot for us. And I'm very happy. I don't know with Instagram and all those kind of softwares that people are taking pictures for fun again. You know, like the pros and everything, and they're not afraid to share with everyone. You know, I, I love that stuff. That community of taking picture for you, uh, that has to grow. I, I want to go in that direction as well. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Just play, play, dedicate that time to, to go and shoot. If you're in your house, okay, this is a challenge for everyone. Like, take a picture a week inside your house, you know, but that it doesn't show that it's your house. Trying to find the abstractions in life, you know, and I, I love doing that and every, everywhere I go. That's a good challenge. Um, last one from the crowd is uh, Amber Duran. She asks, uh, what's his biggest advice for young photographers trying to make a dent in the industry? Wow. Hmm. Well, 
how how I started for for me it's like uh, when 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 I just started shooting weddings here in Mexico it's like okay uh, what can I offer what can I offer sorry in the local market that at least in weddings no one is doing you know so in Monterey everybody was doing like studio photography and like the I don't know the 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 important stuff in Mexico was the studio photography. That was the one that everybody was like blowing up. Okay, so the big names in, in Monterey were doing this. Uh, you hire uh, Pepe Le Pou. He's the best photographer. In, <laughs> okay, so that guy uh, takes it uh, took like thirty minutes to do your your fashion pictures, but in a studio with a Cycloram, a black cycloram or a white cycloram or something, and and the rest of the day, they were sending like students to do the job. Hmm. Okay, so the students were having everything on automatics. You know, all the camera on camera flash, just go crazy. You know, so they they were like undervaluing like the story side of the day. Okay, so for for me that was the the. The starting point. Okay, so trying to analyze a little bit the local business, and then doing the opposite. You know, so it, it's it's harder, or it can take longer to to make your business that way. But for me, that that was my my, my beginnings. You know, how to make things different from from the local crowd, and from there on, like thank God I start booking destination weddings and everything, but. It, it wasn't ever in my mind to to shoot weddings outside Mexico, you know? Uh, but I think, like, I, I only try to focus on my craft and no one else's, you know? Yeah. Trying to get inspired from other things that outside wedding photography. Like, I don't know. I have no... I know a lot of photographers that their, their personal projects are awesome. Uh, and then they start shooting weddings and they start doing the same as everyone else's. So my advice would be like, if you love doing landscape photography, do landscape photography in wedding photography. You know, try to mix things. Don't do not adapt to what everyone else is doing. You know, and I think that's that's the way to go. Yeah, that's solid. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> if you can understand this. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes See, complete sense. I think I have better English than our. New president, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Um, well, yeah, I am excited that you're a part of the gathering, man. Um, talk a little bit about what uh, your workshop is going to be about at the gathering, uh, huh? if you can. So, yeah, sure. Well, it's going to be like this podcast on on pictures, you know. Um, we're gonna go play with car slide. We're gonna try to find find more ways uh, to describe love in images. Mm. You know, not the not the corny kissy kissy kind of pictures. <laughs> uh, and I, I love them. You know, like the photographers I admire are the ones they do that stuff, but in in their own kind of uh, vision. You know, I don't have nothing opposed to that. Um, but it, it's gonna be like that. It's. We're gonna try to inspire each other to find different ways of uh, creating, uh, how to say, like uh, cliches. You know, trying to find different ways of create cliches inside 
the wedding industry. You know? Yeah. In, in a few words, that that will be. Yeah. And and really, I'm 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 more than happy for for your invitation, man. And I remember a, a Mexican who was homeless in Nashville, and and you told me, hey guy, like come live in my house, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm very grateful with you, Michael, as well. And Thanks, and you say is doing great things. So, uh, you know, count with me with anything. Like I can help you out, man. Awesome, dude. I appreciate it. Um... Well, yeah. I mean, that is it for the podcast. Uh, thanks so much for your wisdom um, and uh, all your knowledge you have. That was uh, really good, and I think um, a lot of people will be inspired by it. Oh, man, Ho hopefully. And, and if you receive any complaints, just let me know, okay? <laughs> I won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 